0: Hey what's up it's the ODB Boom and you're listening to the WNS Podcast You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast For all of your information go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different Countries. Here are your hosts: Daniel Herron, Tyler Abair, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Herron. I'm Doug, and we welcome you to episode 285 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WS Podcast on YouTube, wns Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast.
1: Uh, yeah, all that shit that Tyler normally says <laughs> that I don't know.
0: On Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, many other sources out there. Uh, just search Wrestling Newsworth Podcast in order to find us there.
1: Yeah, um, well, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel, and Tyler's at Tyler underscore A-Bear. Really
0: good stuff. Well, welcome to the show. No A-Bear this week. He'll be in next week, so don't worry for your, uh, for your bear fix. If you're lucky. If okay. you're lucky. He'll be back next week if, he, you know, he doesn't feel like he's grown too old for this show. I don't know. So, uh, so welcome. We've got plenty to talk about, feedback, Raw, SmackDown, all the usual stuff, NXT, maybe some uh, Cruiserweight Classic Talk, Hot Topics, Q&A, all that good stuff and more. So, uh, Doug, how you doing today?
1: I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Already ready for the weekend?
1: Same old, yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't get a weekend.
0: Yeah, I know that feeling.
1: Darren Young don't know nothing about no days off. Like I know know about no days off. But,
0: you know. What's really funny is what popped up on my, uh, on this day on Facebook, Mm -hmm. it was something from like 2012 or 2011. It was like, if you need me between now and August 28th, my answer is I'll be at work. So I had zero days off between like August, what's today, the third? August 3rd to the 28th. Second or third, yeah. Third.
1: Straight,
0: straight days. It was crazy. Um. So yeah, it's it's no fun having to work so much, but you know, do what you got to do to keep the bills paid and the lights on. Yeah. Otherwise, you won't be able to watch wrestling.
1: Sure, gotta be. I guess you gotta <laughs> be a grown up sometimes. Nah.
0: Once you get once you get enough money, then then you don't have to worry about it anymore. Maybe I don't know.
1: I just keep stacking my chips and <laughs> waiting for the day. Yeah.
0: Gonna bet it all on black or red?
1: Oh no, I'm not a betting man. I'm I'm not a gambling man at all.
0: That's good. That's good. Save that money, like a little Dickie. Save that money. So, uh, so yeah. Welcome to the show. For those of you who are interested, this coming Saturday, we'll go ahead and knock it out early. Uh, this coming Saturday, Pasadena Convention Center, we are going to be at the uh, Icons of Wrestling, Comic Book Collector Fest, and House of Hardcore show. It's going to be really awesome. We're gonna ha- uh, Tyler and I got a booth set up. Hopefully, Doug can make it out if it nope. works okay. okay. Um,
1: I'll be working and I'll be working late. Sorry, well, boys. That's all right. I mean, but, uh, you should probably apologize to me. Cause, uh, no, I, I mean, not apologize, but I shouldn't be sorry for you. You're going to be there. You should be sorry yeah, that I can't. I am.
0: I'm, I'm, really, uh, I'm really sad that you have to work because, you know, I know how much of a fan of wrestling you are and, you know, like to go and see as many shows as you can. And sure. unfortunately, this is just one una- una- unable to make similar to uh, last weekend with uh NXT being in Houston there's also Hurricane Pro that happened and Doomsday like I had to miss all of those and I believe you did as well and
1: yeah I haven't been out to a live show in a long while
0: yeah it has been a while but at least raw is coming up at the end of the month so it's something to look forward to if if we can make it <laughs> if not I'll have to sell those tickets pretty quick so um yeah so for those of you in the Houston in the greater Houston area make sure to head on out to Pasadena. Uh, To the convention center It's going to be a really fun time Everything kicks off at 11am Goes until 5pm For the Icons of Wrestling Comic Book Collector Fest And then doors will close for a little bit Reopen at 6 For the House of Hardcore with Bell Time Taking place around 7 So it's going to be a lot of fun We had uh, Tommy Dreamer on the show last week If you didn't uh, get to catch that Make sure you go back and check it out Um, It's worth a listen Really good stories And uh yeah, hope to see you guys out there. If you are a listener and you go to the show, make sure you come by our booth and let us know, and uh, we'll we'll say hi and thank you for listening to the show. So let's dive into some feedback. First one, first bit of feedback we have is from Ace McSpade saying another great podcast, got another great podcast, guys, loved it. So thank Thanks, you very Ace. much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, the next bit of feedback, final bit of feedback we have is from Victor, Victor saying, uh, "Growing up, my favorite cereal toy." was a cheap little Spider-Man web shooter from the Sam Raimi uh, trilogy. But fast food toys? Damn. I can't decide between the Bionicle sets, Pokeball uh, Pokeball toys, and Yu-Gi-Oh! cars. Uh, And as far as car toys, I wasn't all that into Hot Wheels, but I just recently got into the IDW Transformers comics, which are freaking awesome. So I'm bound to get at least a few of those figures soon. Thanks again for another fun show.
1: Cool. Yeah, I've heard good things about that series, but I haven't read it. Hmm. Interesting.
0: So uh, I think I'm
1: a little, I think I'm a little too old for Bionicles. I think I missed those
0: nonsense.
1: No, no. I mean, oh, okay. I, I'm not too. You. I'm look. I'm not too ashamed to dip into any kid stuff. I'm just <laughs> saying, like I think when it would have originally appealed to me, right? I think I was a little bit too old. See, I missed. I think I, I aged out of Pokemon. And I aged out of Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. And I aged out of Bionicles, I believe. Yeah. I think I just missed a lot of that stuff. You
0: missed the boat by just a couple years, but that's all right. It's never too late. You can always go back.
1: I'm a surly old man, Victor. I don't know nothing (laughs) about that kid stuff.
0: So, so yeah. So, we had Raw. We had SmackDown. We're getting closer to SummerSlam. SummerSlam, two, three weeks away? Somewhere around there. I
1: think they said three. Three weeks away.
0: Not too bad. Uh, I felt like the roles from last week were reversed this week. I felt uh, SmackDown had the better show, uh, and Raw kind of felt like, same old product as before. Hmm. Did you get that vibe or?
1: Uh, I thought that Raw still felt uh, like they were trying some unique things, some out of the box things for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I put it on. Uh, I mean, there were things that I, I, I took away that I liked about each show. I don't know that I could definitively say I thought there was a superior show this week. Yeah, There were some things that, that they did on each show that I thought was yeah and there was some stuff that i really liked Mm -hmm. and uh
0: they had some good matches they had some very easily passable matches some a lot of talking yeah uh, this week
1: yeah i mean did so you felt like they reverted back into the same old same old or kind of or you just didn't dig the new stuff they were trying they i mean some of the stuff i liked
0: but as far as presentation, a couple of the matches, the way that some of the matches finished, I felt like okay, it's you know they did their their two good episodes and now they fell back into their rut. Hmm. Um, you know, I SmackDown at least I felt they changed up their presentation a little bit. They brought back like the sidebar with stats on I the like wrestlers. That. I yeah, that was cool. it's just a it's the it's the small touches that they did uh, that made me go okay, yeah, I, I like that a little bit more. Um, but yeah there were I mean there were good segments I felt some of it was a little copycat between like the uh, the the challengers and the champions their their talking moments and then uh also, what you, wait what do you mean like I'm not following like you. they both did the the promos and they were both they were both fine they both did a great job but you know they were both just like let me prove prove to you prove you wrong or something I I'm You're really talking gonna about Rollins and bot. Finn yeah, okay, sorry, okay. sorry, I lost my train of thought. You said champions,
1: um, and I didn't. I didn't know if you meant uh, specifically one brand's champions or both both brands.
0: Yeah, and also the uh, I don't know. I part of me liked the AJ and Cena segment, and part of me didn't. But I mean, we'll we'll talk about it as as we we talk about each show. I guess. Sure. Um, I really dug that. They let Charlotte, or I'm not, I'm sorry, not Charlotte. Sasha opened the show. That was a nice change of pace because they don't normally give too much focus or shine on the ladies. Sure. And uh, I feel like this is a time where it's important to to do that. Sure. To get that to give them that that opportunity and and chance to shine. Um, I was I was really surprised that Jericho came out.
1: See, I thought this whole like. Uh whole opening segment was weird. I'm mm. not going to say it was necessarily bad.
0: It was uh, very long.
1: Yeah, it, it did go very long. I'm not going to say it was necessarily good or necessarily bad, but I did think it was just like weird in general. Yeah. Um I mean, I'm cool with Sasha kicking off the show. I have no problem with that. I think yeah. it's a, you know, a good a good thing, a positive thing. Uh I'm not sure why Jericho was like jumping to the aid of Charlotte other than he's a heel and like this is a way to get him more heat or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, so I don't know why. I mean, other than, I guess ultimately the idea is they're going to get, uh, they're finding something for Jericho and Owens to do and have a match with Enzo uh, and Cass at the pay-per-view. Yeah. So I guess that's uh I mean, you can rationalize it from an... If we're looking at the endpoint and we say, well, he needs something to do for these four guys, so we're working backwards from the product that we already know that we want, Yeah. then you can make that make sense. But if you're just looking at it maybe from like a character motivation other than Jericho is a heel and Enzo is a babyface, mm-hmm. then I'm not really sure what the motivation was for Jericho to go out there other than I'm just a, an annoying guy that people hate. And you could say the
0: same for Cass, but... You know, sure. not necessarily an annoying guy that people hate, but it's someone that they love. Right. Uh, you know, I loved his explanation as to why he was out there. He's like, you know what? Me and Kaz, we do our thing as a team. But every once in a while, I like to switch it up. I like to come out and do my own thing from time to time. Uh, you know, it's it was simple. It's easy. It was it was well done. Uh, you know,
1: the... I don't know if I th- I think I'm still undecided about how I feel about it. I'm not going to say it was well done. I'm not going to say it wasn't well done. Well, just
0: just the explanation. Sure, okay. Of him coming out, you know, they'd be like, "Well, why isn't Kaz out here?" Well, sometimes I like to do my own thing. Perfect. And that, you know, that can set up for both of them to have a singles run, you know, singles competitor, and it totally makes sense without them having to turn heel. They'd be like, "Hey, sometimes we like to do our own thing."
1: Sure. Although I felt like. I felt like it was a little too like early to show like, yeah, not not division. They're not divided in any way, right? But we, I mean, these guys haven't gotten their like title run or anything yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I still like want to see them presented like as a unit, right?
0: And, Let them at least get a title reign. Yeah, sure. Belt. I
1: mean, and there's not even a rush for that. They're they they're a young act. They've got legs. They're gonna mm-hmm. you know be whatever they're gonna be. I just I, it just felt weird to do this. I don't know why. Um. As far as just like the mic, his mic work, yeah, it was all fine, and Sasha was fine, and Jericho was they had fine. their and little
0: was... uh, love connection going on.
1: Yeah, I mean they were basically <laughs> hitting on each other. I guess <laughs> it was kind of weird to see. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, it, it's not weird that they were. I mean, it's not weird that, to see a woman or a man hit on each other. It's just yeah. like it was just like odd that that's sort of why he came out there. I guess. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Got to protect this girl, you know?
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure she can protect herself, but I mean, it's just, I don't know. The whole <laughs> thing was just so weird. I don't know what to make of it. I don't even know if I liked it or not. I just Charlotte thought... had
0: a nice touch. It was like, yeah, go for it, girl. <laughs> Get yeah. it. Get some.
1: It was definitely, like, uncharacteristic of Raw. Did you happen to
0: notice uh, Jericho trying to hold back Charlotte when she was trying to talk? Mm-hmm. Just one of those, nope, not yet, not yet. Wait. You got to wait. Okay, now go. Just small little things i haven't noticed but
1: yeah and i I don't know the the mixed tag was a weird throwback yeah and um i don't know it was fine like i'm not i'm not necessarily praising it and i'm not necessarily it went
0: really long it did go very long and over
1: 30 minutes right it was like uh, it was a
0: 21 minute opening segment then they they go to commercial then they have a match and they have to fall out of the match yeah they had like a you know, eight-minute match or something. however long. They went to commercial during the uh, the match, didn't they? Yes. Like, man, okay. So, yeah, they did give them a, a really long time. Uh, I wasn't pleased that Charlotte pinned Sasha.
1: Yeah, I don't know why you do that.
0: Like, she just got the title. What better way to make her look strong by having her be pinned?
1: I get that it wasn't the cleanest of, like, pinfalls, but right. it wasn't exactly dirty enough to be, like...
0: Foot on the robe, yeah. holding the robe, anything. like
1: Anything to, I mean, like...
0: Don't let it be clean.
1: I don't know why your new champ's eating pinfalls one week after they win the belt. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's Makes just no the wrong sense. call to me. I'm fine with the match. I'm fine with the segment. I don't know I would why. Been,
0: I would have been more fine with Enzo taking the pin. Yeah, sure. Because, you yeah.
1: know... He's not a champ. He's not even in contention for a title. Mm-hmm. So, sure.
0: Yeah. Um, Owens was on commentary... Bashing uh, Byron as usual, bashing Cole as usual. Um, I chuckle every once in a while. Uh, I, I don't have any problems with Owens. I know sometimes it can get a little distracting, but when Owens is on, I I tend to listen more to the commentary.
1: I like the guy. I mean, I think he does a lot of things really well. Sometimes the commentary, I feel like he goes like a little. I think he steps over the line. and I think he goes like a little bit too into business for himself. Kind mm-hmm. of if that makes sense. Not that I mean. I'm obviously his the goal of him being out there is to get himself over or get over his angle or his match or whatever the fuck he's got going on. But yeah. I don't know. Sometimes he I think he like detracts from in general what's going on. But yeah. I, I like the guy. I'm not it's, it's not like a huge criticism. Lots of guys are a lot worse about how they will like take over a segment or will I dunno detract.
0: What did you think of the later segment with uh with Jericho and the Owens kinda of back and forth?
1: I mean, really, to me, it just felt like uh, we like have to come up with a way to make these guys be a team, yeah. to have something to do. It just felt really kind of forced to me.
0: <laughs> every time that Jericho does this, I'm making it up as I go along kind of stuff, mm-hmm. it reminds me of Bear. Oh, yeah? Or just like, oh, yeah, that happened? Well, yeah. Me and, me and Noah, we were there. Nice. Like, that totally happened. Like Every time he does that, I think of Mr. Honest Abear. air quote on the Honest. Um, <laughs> Braun Strowman getting another quick win.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with the. Uh,
0: Who knew the purse was a thousand bucks? I'd take that match for a thousand cash.
1: I like that. I think it's a nice touch to yeah. talk about the the purse when I, I, not just the, that they're getting paid, but like there's a winner's purse. I get like, X amount for the the match. I get X amount if I win the match. Mm-hmm. That's Corey Hollis. I'm sure a lot of people remember him from NXT, or and he's a fairly well known guy on the independents.
0: I did chuckle a little bit at Tommy Dreamer. He sent out a tweet during Raw. It was like a uh, thousand bucks for a match. You'd do better on the Indies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. What do you think about the uh, the reverse choke slam?
1: I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna say sh- they should be calling it the inverted reverse. Implies the reverse or maybe motion. They, maybe they, they are. don't. They call oh. it reverse, but they should call it inverted
0: because inverted choke slam. You're like. Reverse chokeslam, you're like, picking him up.
1: Right. You'd be like on the ground choking him and then picking him up in the air. <laughs> like inverted, just the guy flips. And then you set him down on his feet. The guy like flips his position. Yeah. So it's, in, it's really inverted chokeslam.
0: Way to be that guy. But it's good. It's good to be that guy because it lets people know things. We need clarification sometimes. Sure. And that's, and that's what we get. It was good.
1: I think it's cool for the jobber guys. I think he's going to have a problem making it look good against like a bigger opponent because mm. I think they're going to have to. You know how, like when Kane has to take like a chunks fan from Undertaker or something, it looks, how it how doesn't look that great? Yeah, because you can't get the height. Right. He's going to run into that with some bigger guys. He's yeah. a big, strong guy, obviously. But I mean,
0: who do you feud him with down the road? I don't know. I mean, you can't do it with Titus because he's turning heel. I mean, maybe Darren Young. Just...
1: Speaking of Titus.
0: Father of the year.
1: Yeah, that, that's going to lead into my larger – like, my larger point is <laughs> he's, like uh, – Titus O'Neil is a natural of a baby face as Randy Orton is a natural of a heel. Like, Titus mm-hmm. is clearly, like, a good-going a good, a, a good going guy. who's like, likable and mm-hmm. he's, like, happy. He smiles a lot. He's all – I don't know if anybody does more like outside press other than Miz and Cena than him. He's all over the fucking place doing yeah. all kinds of charity shit. Like, why is he the guy you turn heel? It doesn't make any sense to I me, mean,
0: especially since you have him go to the, like the Be a Star campaign, sure, and now he's bossing around a, a WWE Hall of Famer and Bob Backlund.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't like, make that makes no like, sense. He's such a natural babyface. You could tell he's just a good guy that people like, and mm-hmm. he's just always happy, always in a good mood. But he does have that intensity. He does, but. Not in a way that ever makes you like question like where he's coming from. He's yeah. just like he's just a guy who can turn it up when he needs to. Yeah, and that's fine. I don't know. To me, it's a very arbitrary heel turn. I don't know why they would do it. So when was
0: Darren Young ever great? So that that signifies a heel turn, and then he cheats cheats to win.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think I like him as a babyface. I don't know why. What the motivation is there?
0: I don't know. Just new era, new attitude. Kind of stuff. Maybe that's what they're going with. Um, Shining stars going up against Golden Truth. Shining stars—they get the jobber entrance. They were already in the ring when we come back from break. Right. Our um, truth focused on Pokemon Go, which is funny because Gold Dust is the one who's more focused on Pokemon Go uh, in real life. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, I follow Xavier Woods up Up Down Down channel, mm-hmm. and uh, he did a, a special once the Pokemon Go game came out and he ran into Gold who was actually playing it at the time and so they were like oh let's you know nice. let's go walk around the arena see what we can find that's pretty cool yeah and so uh and then they you know brought it into the storyline or whatever uh i i would love for them to go ahead and drop that i'm
1: i don't know it seems like they already want to do like a breakup angle or something
0: which I'm fine with this golden tree. I thing, like them. I like them together. Man, for for whatever reason, I'm not into it at all. Like I don't know if maybe it just went on for too long or or what, but I'm I don't see their their connection. The the chemistry is not there for me.
1: I like they're sort of like an oddball tag team, that's why. I mean, that's sort of what yeah. they're trying to play into. And, and I you know I like I, both guy individually too. So. Yeah, I,
0: I I'm I'm the same, but it's just. It's not connecting to me. The the, the build-up went way too long without a proper payoff of any kind. You know, like, they finally team up, and they lose their first match, and then, oh, they won a couple, and now they're just trading wins.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're not a team that I don't think you can beat. I'm sure, I'm fine with them being beaten. I just, it took a really long time for them to get together. Took and so months. If, <laughs> if they're going to do a breakup angle this soon, it would be, like, a big turn-off for me, so. Yeah. I'm fine with them losing. They're just like a... I don't know. You need teams that aren't like the title team or the contender Mm -hmm. team. You need teams to...
0: You need the Shining Stars.
1: I don't have a problem with the Shining Stars either. I mean, I don't know why they've been designated the job team, but... Yeah. um, You know, I don't have a problem with them.
0: They they debuted Epico and Primo, and then they re-debuted as Los Matadores, fell into the shuffle... Got taken off for a while, redebuted as the Shining Stars, fell right back into the shuffle. Hey, we're gonna have a a, a brand split so that everyone can get more focus and they're still you know, right there in the I shuffle. Think,
1: I think that the I think the problem is the bad luck of like two bad luck gimmicks in a row. Yeah. And they don't know what to do with them. Like, yeah. I don't know, fuck it. Why don't I just let them be who they are just like let them be whoever they want to be.
0: Like Dang, you guys have tried this three times now. They
1: just just let them be primo and epico at this point. What's yeah. the, what's the harm? Yeah. I I felt like uh, the shining stars thing could have like developed into something, but they don't seem interested into so, like giving it the time to develop. So yeah. it just seems like a I mean, they
0: gave them one week, in which they won, and then they weren't seen again until the 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 split. Yeah. So it's like you spend all that time doing the promos and the video packages and stuff like that. Come in for one match, and then you take them off TV for a month and a half.
1: Like I don't want to come across like um, I'm. I don't want anyone to get it twisted. That I understand and and, in full agreement that not every team is a push team. That's not how it works. You've got your team who's going to be you know your champs. You've got Mm -hmm. contenders that you're going to build, and then there's just going to be. If anything, they've done a better job in recent months of having enough of a division to have matches that aren't. Directly influencing like either the title or who's going to get a title match. Yeah. So I mean that's a positive. Yeah. Some
0: actual storylines outside of a title.
1: But I still think they're doing like questionable things with the direction of the other teams. Mm-hmm. So I don't
0: know. Um, I don't know. We'll just have to see where that goes for them. But uh, I mean, I certainly don't want them to fail because they are two talented dudes. Obviously, you know, because they are in the WWE.
1: I think their ring work's solid. I think it's yeah. I think it's the gimmicks that are fucking them over. Yeah,
0: they're getting killed by that. Um, Nia Jax, I'm glad that they're building her up as a, as a monster, uh, in the, in the women's division. I'm fine with them having two, two, uh, job, jobber matches.
1: I mean, in all honesty, this is how someone like Nia and how someone like Strowman should be built. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're like monster, monster heels. I mean, monster heels get over by beating up jobbers. I mean, like you can't. They're not to a point where you're gonna sacrifice like higher up on the card guys to that and girls to that. So I mean, and what it
0: secretly does, it also builds up your current women's division because they're gonna get in the ring and go up against Nia Jax and they'll hold their own for a little bit as opposed to just being flung around the ring. So it makes Nia look good, it makes the other women look good because like, hey, we've got the top of the top, you know? Right. right. So.
1: I'm all about the using like local talent as jobbers. Uh, I think it's a, yeah. a, a positive direction for them to go. Yeah,
0: it gets the it gets them some exposure. It makes their talent looks looks stronger. You know, it's a win win situation in that. I'm I've, I've, you know I'm surprised it's taken this long to bring it back. Like they did it for Ryback when he started out. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, see, I know the 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 I think her, I forget her name. It's like Ariel Monroe or something like that. I believe is the woman that Nia Jack squashed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know she's like a Cedric uh, Alexander trainee, so mm. that's cool. And, like, Coriolis got this the squash match with uh, Braun. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, Jimmy Rave and, like, Sal Renaro were doing, like, extra work because I think they were, like, security for... What happened to the the Lesnar? That's what it was. That's what it was. I saw. I saw them. So a bunch of. I see a bunch of like people getting like extra work and Mm -hmm. job works, and that's cool. You know, it's just a fun little thing to see people like in those positions.
0: Yeah, I was watching. I watched SmackDown at uh, at my in laws' house uh, because it was Kelsey's dad's birthday. Mm -hmm. So we're watching over there, and um, and I saw. I was talking to my brother in law about how we know a bunch of Booker's guys. And so, anytime Raw or SmackDown comes to Houston, we'll watch it and we'll see a bunch of the guys that we know back there. Ah, there he
1: is. Right.
0: So, really, I mean, it is—it's fun to see, and you know, you know, you know who those people really are, and they're like—they're not security, come on. Right. So, uh,
1: yeah, but the the crazy thing is, they never have been. They've always been. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just cool. The I don't know. It's just it's a fun little thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Pull the curtain back a little bit. What's going on? Um, new day had their segment. I was kinda of bummed that they didn't let Xavier wrestle in front of what he was claiming to be his hometown. You know, his parents were in, in attendance apparently and
1: You're saying claiming is it not his actual hometown? Oh, I don't I don't oh, know. Okay, okay. That's
0: why I'm that's why I'm saying claiming. If it,
1: anything they love to beat guys in their hometown. You would think he would be eating yeah, a pinfall on and his he hometown. did get beat
0: down. It's true. But uh but at least the new day got the win and then he tried to make the save but it was unfortunately here's my problem with that. this
1: other than Enzo and Cass, I think it's safe to say New Day is arguably the most overacting in the company besides like, Enzo sure. and Cass. Both, I think they rival each other. People would Some people would say Enzo and Cass. Some people would say New Day. Enzo
0: and Cass get a good pop with uh, Enzo stealing the show with the mic, but as far as crowd participation, well, they, they both have really good crowd partic- participation. Yeah, it New really Day- is a toss-up.
1: Yeah, New Day's better workers, but... You know, arguably, Enzo and Cast are a lot hotter, uh, hotter on the mic. Yeah. Even though I think New Day does a good job of, you know, if, the thing about New Day is they know their characters. And I think yeah. that, that's what, like, draws people into them. But arguably, the most overacting in the company, I think, is a fair statement sure. to make.
0: I mean, they've been champions faces, for a very long time. And the longest yeah. reigning
1: tag champs. Yeah, is that, that officially passed, right? I believe so. Okay, Big Baby Faces, mm-hmm. uh, some of the most overacting company if not the most company. Have their company. own cereal now. Have their own fucking cereal?
0: <laughs> you going to get some? Uh, you gonna I mean, order some.
1: I'm lactose intolerant, my man. Maybe I'll get a box and just just be like crunch Friday. All those Use water. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. Got their own cereal. Really bugs me when Hot Over Baby Faces cannot Fucking that have the numbers advantage is the important distinction that I'm yeah. making here. Can't handle two heels. I get that they they got it, the jump on them or whatever, and that they got the upper hand through underhand tactics. Mm-hmm. But still, ultimately, three baby faces are supposed to. It's just how wrestling works. Three <laughs> baby faces are supposed to be able to handle two heels.
0: Well, if by that assumption, then Ryback should have lost that match where two was better than one.
1: Yeah, that's different. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean. And not to mention
1: that they hurt Big E's little E's. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really weird, man. I don't know whose decision that is, but I think it's a very bad yeah. decision. I
0: mean, maybe, they just, maybe they're maybe they going with the whole divide and conquer because they took out Big E, then they took out Xavier, and then... uh or not? They took out Kofi, and then Xavier tried to make the save, and they took him out. So
1: I know, I know that it wasn't like they squared up three on two in a fight. Yeah, and it still bothers me. Yeah, to me, uh, baby faces who have the numbers advantage, <laughs> uh, first of all, first of all, I think it's a mistake for baby faces to have the numbers advantage in general in any program. I get that that's like a weird thing with New Day because they're a very unique act, and the fact that they're like three. Tag team mm-hmm. that are on the same team. I guess it's just a problem because of the uniqueness of their act with yeah. being a three man act. They but should only so. have
0: the numbers advantage whenever the heels are getting their come up
1: in Sure. It's just a weird thing for me. Mm-hmm. I know I'm people will probably like think it's not that big. It's just bit it's a it's uh like a knit that I'm gonna pick because yeah. it bothers me.
0: But. yeah. I'm sure people don't have a problem. I mean, the Wyatt family does it very well because they did have the numbers.
1: Yeah, but they're they're heels, so it's different. Exactly. They should be like the the team that needs the numbers advantage Mm -hmm. to like, you know, the bad guys are supposed to like have to have more of them to beat the good guys. You know, it's just it's uh, it's just how it is.
0: (laughs) And like saying that, like it it makes me flash back to WrestleMania 30 when it was the Shield versus Kane and the New Age Outlaws. I'm like, yeah. Anyways, oh man, uh, Cesaro going up against Sheamus. Both guys frustrated in their spot, unhappy with how late they were drafted. I did like the point that they said, "Hey, man, you're just coming back from an injury. That's one of the reasons why you came so low." You can ask Shane the same thing. I thought that was a really nice touch because it makes sense. It's not BS. Any any uh, sports related agencies will tell you the same thing. If they're if they're accident prone. They're not going to be number one pick. Yeah. Sorry. Hate to tell you that.
1: I, I agree with you. It's a nice touch to say, yeah, you didn't go as high as you thought you should have in the draft, but it's not mm-hmm. because we don't like value you as a talent or yeah. they because you're not an important talent. It's just...
0: You can't handle the it. pressure. You got a <laughs>
1: fucked up uh, shoulder. Well, yeah. It is what it is, right?
0: Yeah.
1: I sort of like the... Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro started to go hard against each other, which Mm -hmm. I like. Which apparently he like busted or like loosened a tooth from that headbutt. Damn. I saw something about like a picture of Sheamus like getting his teeth looked at Hmm. after that headbutt. But um, I like both guys. I think they're going to have like good matches. Uh, Obviously, this is like... um, They made it seem like this was going to establish a future contender. Yeah. For which title, I'm not exactly sure, but... You know, it's a it's a positive direction to say like these guys are sort of like fighting to get like a like a leg up on, mm-hmm. you know who's going to be next, so.
0: the global championship. I did like the fact that they came back from commercial and they were having to be held apart,
1: right? Like that's one of those
0: things you know it it creates a little chaos uh, in in Raw. You don't really know what's going to happen. It throws me. It throws back to uh, when. Owens was making his entrance and Sami Zayn came out and attacked him a, a few weeks ago. It's just one of those things where it's like, nah, man, these guys hate each other and they're having to be held apart. Like, I like that kind of chaos. I, I enjoy it. Um. So, you know, that's a positive for me. I like it.
1: I don't know. Speaking of, like, future contenders to titles, mm-hmm. let's talk about these, these title pictures for the U.S. title and for the Universal title. Okay. Uh... I don't know, which do you think, which what do you want to
0: hop into? Uh, we can talk about the global, just because we don't have a, or universal uh, championship, because we haven't seen a picture of it yet, we don't sure. know what it's going to look like. Um,
1: Did we know that it was going to be named a universal title last no. week?
0: Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah.
1: okay, I, f- I, I can't remember if we talked about that or
0: not. Yeah, they announced it um, at the at the beginning of the show, and we're naming it after the fans, That's so right, that's universal right. title, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's a very good chance or not chances it would it's 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 a good opportunity for WWE to shake things up a bit and I know that they like to say stuff like that whereas oh you never know what's going to happen this is one of those opportunities that they have to really have a chance to make the crowd go whoa they're 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 wanting to do something here um I have no doubt that Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins is going to be an amazing match um I know that these two are workhorses. They can put on excellent excellent contests. My only question is who's going to win, and I feel like this would be a great opportunity for Finn to get the title. Start it, you know, start that title off fresh and
1: I think it's an easy way to make a new guy like yeah, right off the bat if absolutely. they do it.
0: In his first title match, in his first pay-per-view on WWE, on the main roster. The new era. What better way to kick off the new era than a new Universal Champion in Finn Balor?
1: I'm not sure they're going to do that, though. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just not convinced through watching their product that that that's what's going to happen. Not that that it's a bad thing that I have not made up my mind, but... I mean, the positives are it's a new, a very easy way to immediately have Finn be like a player. And with yeah. the brand split, you need more stars. Absolutely. You make a new star out of the bat.
0: Have him go out there, give him 25 minutes, put on one hell of a match, and solidify Finn Balor right then and there.
1: I mean, not to repeat myself from last week too much, because I'm pretty sure I like made these points, <laughs> but I don't. I don't know what you accomplish or where you go from here if his debut is winning a mini tournament tournament to Mm -hmm. compete for that title and then losing that title. That's an odd thing to do. Yeah, I could see it happening. I could. I could. It's WWE, of course. Well, I mean, Finn seems like a guy they have their eye on for the future, and Seth sort of feels like the guy they have their finger on for right now. Yeah. I mean, if you just look how they present him. can be
0: your number one face. Rollins can be your number one heel.
1: Sure. But there's still only, like, one focus of that brand right Right. now. When there's two men
0: in the room, you can only look at one.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, and as far as how they've been presenting it as of late, it's been Seth. Like, Seth is the overall number one draft Mm -hmm. pick. And Seth is, like, the, you know, coming back, right back in the title picture, winning the title. After an injury, though. Sure. (laughs) Sure. He never lost. Yeah. You know, so, I mean. But uh, yeah, I don't know where, where or how that's gonna work it out. But
0: and we always like to talk about numbers. Anytime they start bringing up numbers and stuff like that, it could be foreshadowing of something bad. Uh, in this case, it was oh, who was you know you you were a great NXT champion, but who was the first? Oh, that was me. Oh, you know I won Money in the Bank. I was the first person to cash it in at WrestleMania, and I was the first person to. You know, I, you haven't beat John Cena, but I did. You haven't beat this guy, but I did. Right. And so this would be a way to establish Finn, uh, Finn Balor and be like, yeah, you beat all those people, but I beat you.
1: Yeah. So. Also, I don't know where you necessarily go with Seth if he doesn't win it. I mean, if you have Seth, you I mean, can... realistically, no matter who wins, they could feud for a bit. Sure. So.
0: Yeah, you, you feud them for a, for a one-off, uh, and then you can set up... Cesaro for Rollins or Sheamus for uh, Balor. Either of those two uh, I think would work um, as far as future planning bookings. Um, or you could have those guys go for the uh, the US title, but it looks like that's going to be a little tied up for the moment. What were your thoughts when you heard Roman's music hit?
1: I was pretty hyped for it because yeah. I like both guys and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be into this
0: program. Yeah, because I know Rusev's your boy. And I know you're you're not a downer on uh, on Roman Reigns.
1: No, no I'm an upper on Roman.
0: Yeah,
1: I think it's a good slot for him. Uh, I don't know what was your like. I was hype. What was mm. your reaction? I
0: was kind of surprised. I was like, wow, they're they're taking him out of the main title picture. Like, there's nothing wrong with going back down.
1: I'm not sure that's the case. But go ahead. No, I'm not gonna interrupt you. But I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna circle back around to that. Okay. Point. Go ahead. Well, yeah, it was
0: just one of those things where that was my that was my knee jerk reaction. It was like, wow, they're bumping him down you know he just came off the suspension and uh so they're so they're not they're saying hey you're not going to be our guy anymore we're moving on to the to the next one
1: it it could very well be here's your punishment like, like
0: we've tried we've tried it it didn't work the crowd still isn't accepting it let's just go let's you know bring you back down a little bit build you up from there
1: yeah it could very well be like uh Hey, you did the crime. Let's do your time. You're gonna you're gonna slide down the card, and mm-hmm. you know people don't want to see you in the slot that you were in anyway. It could very well be a punishment thing, and I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying that I'm not a hundred percent convinced that it is a punishment thing.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's a punishment. Well, I, just...
1: I mean, I don't think it's a. Uh, let me word, let me word that better. Like, uh, I'm not a hundred percent convinced it's a demotion Mm -hmm. like uh, you're slotting down the card because uh, I think they could very easily uh, like just like reassert the importance of the US title the way they did when Cena was a champion where where Cena when Cena was US champ that felt like the belt and not the other title and I think it's a very real possibility because he draws a lot of comparisons to Cena but it's because it's apt in a lot of ways like in the way that people view him Mm Mm-hmm when they took Cena, a lot of people were for so long were so down on Cena. But when they took him out of the the, the title picture, gave him the U.S. title, everybody was hugging Cena's nuts for for a while. Then it's because yeah. he, they were. I felt like it was a lot of misguided like opinions, and that they didn't really understand that they didn't like him. They just did that he was like over pushed, or like they were just sick of the position that he was in. And once they cooled him out of that, people were sort of fine with the guy. Mm-hmm. I kind of have a feeling it may have been a Roman because I could very easily see like... Like, well, it worked for Cena. Let's give Roman a Well, shot. not just that, but I think they could like just position that title in the way that it's the focus of the show yeah. and put it on Roman. Like, I'm not saying it's that's what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but I can see it happening because they've done it before with Cena and the people, once they felt like their voices were heard and they mellowed out on Cena, they were sort of fine with him. And he was still sort of the focus of the show. He was just like an off-center focus of the show that was still... He was still, like, the highest. No, he
0: was one of the main reasons a lot of people were tuning in for Raw. Sure. Was that that open challenge. Like, who's he going to face next? What's going to come? Who's coming down that aisle?
1: And I could easily see it happen with Roman. I could easily see it not being in the motion. They could just, like, readjust, Mm -hmm. like, the importance of that belt. And that's not to say it's going to happen. It feels weird for, like, a universal title, which is, like, a... An all-encompassing <laughs> yeah. sounding name to not be the focus, you yeah. know what I mean? Because of course they had to one up the world. What's bigger than a world? We gotta have a, you know, that whole deal.
0: Did you see the uh, the kayfabe <sighs> news report? Where it was like SmackDowns announced for their tag team division, uh the Milky Way titles or something. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: come on. <laughs> it sounds a little hokey, but they the have galaxy. Had, uh, you know, other promotions have had universal titles. Yeah, I get it. It sounds a little, a little hokey, but I I get it. It's fine. Fu- It doesn't bother me. Yeah, but my
0: my main concern is you got a guy in Rusev who is, you know, he he's been built back up. He's he's on this monster tear. He's doing great things in the ring, and you know if you're going to take the title from him, he's got to lose at least twice: once to lose the title and once for the rematch. And that's kind of that's going to set him back down on a track. Or is that going to Say, all right, well, you know, I wasn't even focused on the U.S. title that much. I want to focus on the Universal
1: title. I mean, maybe so either way. Um, I don't think it's a problem for Rusev to lose to Roman. Mm -hmm. I think it was a different set of circumstances when he lost to Cena because he was still largely on his way up there. Yeah. And that would have put him, like cemented over the edge into like a top guy status or you know at least a top hill status mm-hmm. this is a little different roman is of the status that it's not necessarily a bad thing for it's just because rusev hypothetically loses to reigns doesn't mean he's a jobber it doesn't mean he he loses to all the other guys in the roster. right it just means that they've with the brand split the hierarchy of the roster has like shifted they like reshuffled the deck in a yeah. sense and like they are now on the in the same level of the hierarchy in like the new um the new shuffling I don't know what word I was looking <laughs> the for the new there. era yeah sure whatever <laughs> but uh yeah I, I i'm hyped for the Feud because i think they'll have good matches although mm-hmm. they did have that one i remember um that one... was it smackdown or raw that they had a singles match on tv and i was like oh fuck i was hyped for it but it was a really bad match between the two and, mm, and I, I
0: don't remember <laughs>
1: I know they had a singles match uh before Roman was champion, before Rusev was as hot of act as he is now. This is hmm. like, I don't know, six months ago, eight months ago. Hmm. Maybe it was like a full year ago and it was bad. And I was just like, Oh, oh no. <laughs>
0: don't need that.
1: But I feel like they've both, you know, developed a lot since then and I, sure. I I have a I have a I don't have hopes. I have certainty that they would have a better match at this point.
0: How do you think the crowd <laughs> will react if Roman wins the United States title?
1: Uh, I don't think they care because, I to me, it's like the Cena thing. It's like... Yeah, uh, they're just
0: going to boo anyway. Well,
1: at least he's he's out of the title picture, so we feel like our voices were heard and like mm-hmm. we feel like they adjusted their plans to feel like we have a say in this. And but whatever. he still got
0: a title, so he sucks. Boo!
1: I don't know. I feel like people <clears throat> were hugging Cena's nuts after he got the, the US title. and yeah. uh, So I feel like the same thing could happen for him. I don't know. I don't think people are... I'm not going to say nobody, but I'm, I'm going to say that I don't think everyone is, like, as into Rusev as we are? I don't know. Maybe that's... um I think the crowd is split. Really? Yeah. Because,
0: you know, obviously they're the ones who want to see Lana. And so, you know, with Lana you get Rusev. And then Rusev is an athletic guy. He's he's actually pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um.
1: I, my, I guess where I'm coming from is I just don't think that as much of the... As larger of a percentage of the fan base is going to think it's a travesty for Rusev to lose as to, like, if Roman was beating, like... Mm-hmm balor or something i think like people would be shitting, shitting bricks but i feel like a lot less people were like gonna get their you know underwear in a twist over like rusev losing yeah it, if that makes sense
0: yeah um did you see lana and rusev's wedding photos i did, did you see some of their uh reception
1: photos um i mean i saw some weird ones with like ryback and luke harper and stuff <laughs> see like the circus and i didn't see the circus stuff ah,
0: that's crazy that must have been a fun time. I or,
1: didn't, I didn't envision, I didn't like envision it to be such like an informal wedding. It's like they, yeah. she had a nice dress on, and he had like nice clothes. But people were like Daniel Bryan was like in shorts and yeah. like a shirt and stuff. That's and, Malibu. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it, I get it. It's get just, sand like, all in your pretty, uh, yeah. pretty informal, but I, I don't know. It looked like a nice wedding. Yeah. I'm not a circus guy, so I don't know. Yeah,
0: that's to me. I was like, I wouldn't take them for a circus fans sure doesn't seem like them. Yeah, not but, that we know them but no we don't but you know it, it was it's like wow interesting
1: okay guess when that uh total divas uh fires up we'll yeah. have more to report on there I don't know Yeah, I
0: have something for you to watch um well what do you think about Jinder Mahal coming back
1: uh it had been rumored so there was like a handful of guy like supposedly Brian Myers was Kurt Hawkins was at Smackdown although he didn't get used mm-hmm so there was like a handful of guys. It was him. I mean, even Tommy Dreamer's name has been thrown around. Yeah, Shelton was rumored before he was ever announced. There's like a handful of people. I, I, there's the MVP rumor with like his picture with Asuka and Hideo like circulating from Instagram and all that. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if MVPs on his way back as well. There's that, you know, there's that group of after a certain era, people that are still like, you know, like able-bodied enough to give it a go yeah. you know what I mean like and he fits that bill so. sure although I, I know he's been okay I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say inactive because I know he's done some stuff around the Houston area but he's based out of Houston but I uh, largely like I don't think he's he's been wrestling that much I think he's yeah. he's di- maybe done like a dozen appear- like wrestling shows mm-hmm. since he's been gone so hmm. I mean I don't know I mean good for him if he wants to come back I mean, yeah
0: more power to him yeah get that money yeah if the passion's there because I know that uh, WWE tour isn't exactly easy. No. Um, yeah, I mean, I was fine with it. I still think it's funny that they're doing the, you know, back and forth for Heath Slater he as the comedy gimmick, and um, I have to see where it where it leads. I know they are setting up a match for him versus Rhino for next week's SmackDown, and if he wins, he gets a SmackDown contract. But he's not going to win. No, he's not. Of course not. <laughs> And then he's going to complain, and then Molina's going to come out and slap him or something in there. We're like, that's what we're looking for. We want you,
1: Molina. I do sort of like him as like the free agent guy who is the catalyst for all yeah. the other people coming back. That's a that's a pretty decent idea, actually. It's kind of
0: it's kind of like the um, the open challenge that he had, he had a couple years ago, right? Where it was like all the old legends who would come out and kick his ass every week. Like one part of it, you got to love it. Because it's, you know, obviously you're getting some spotlight on it. On the other side, you're losing every single match that you're in. So it's like.
1: Yeah, but the thing about him is there's only, he was, a, you know, a glorified jobber. So mm-hmm. there's only up to go from where he is now. Yeah. And he's getting a lot more focus. So, I mean. And he has the fans. So Yeah, sure.
0: Slater's going to slate. Um, I'm good with it. Uh, Rollins versus Sami Zayn. What would you think of that?
1: I thought it was a fun little match.
0: Yeah, I started losing my focus. I think I was getting tired around this this point in time because three hours after a, after a long day at work, it, it does start to take its toll on you.
1: Even even with a shake up, three hours is three hours. Yeah, three hours is three hours after you've been working all the fucking day. Mm-hmm. Three hours is three hours.
0: Yep, and it's a lot.
1: If they trim down to two, I feel like they. There's no point in talking about that. We've talked about yeah. that every other episode for the past five fucking years (laughs) i don't know why we're gonna rehash that now but yeah you you already know you listening at home you've said it yourself a hundred times we've said it a hundred times you've seen people typing it on the fucking internet a hundred times you don't need it to to be told you again that's right there's a lot of fucking programming out there
0: it is it's a lot to commit to um the return of lesnar paul Heyman. glad to see him back good stuff uh, delivering another solid promo as I'm gonna usual. I'm going to say
1: uninspired. I didn't. I was not into it. Really? Yeah, it just felt flat. Felt forced.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I know they just made a deal for him to come back because his deal had lapsed between his appearances or whatever, mm-hmm. but it just felt very uninspired for me. Maybe I'm just sort of over like this phase of the gimmick or something.
0: Maybe. <sighs>
1: I don't know. Then I wasn't into it.
0: Then we got an RKO from out of nowhere.
1: Fucking hated it fucking hated it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it took them like one week before guys on different brands are on each other's yeah. shows. They couldn't make it one fucking week. <laughs> and I get that, like, this is, for all intents and purposes, this is the main event of SummerSlam. This is going to be the highest build, this is the overhyped match, the highest build yeah. match. I get it. They announced it before the split. I get it. Viperville. That's dumb. I get it. <laughs> Doesn't change the fact that, like, one week into, like, making this, like, we are...
0: We are separate brands. Unique
1: brands. Unique guys and girls on each brand. You've got a fucking SmackDown guy on a Raw. And I get that they did it, like, in an unsanctioned way where he just, like, ran. I don't yeah, give a fuck.
0: security come out. Hey, you can't be here. And-
1: yeah, it was dumb because at one point in the future, you're going to need to do that. and It's not going to feel, like, as big of a deal as it should feel because you did it one week into your fucking split. Mm-hmm. It's dumb and I hate it. I thought it would be more unique and more refreshing if they didn't fucking even look at each other until Summerslam. They just built yeah. their side on each other, each other's brand. I mean, that would surely serve the pro. It would serve the problem of like, got them not having to get on over on each other until mm-hmm. then. So, and I get that. Probably the reason they did it is because no one has like given Orton a real chance to win it. So they maybe had to play in a seed of doubt that like Orton could. He can or, hit the archeo from he out could. of nowhere. I get it. I get it. And maybe it won't be so bad if they don't touch again going forward. But one weekend, and you already did the like brands are yeah. on each other's shows. Yeah, I fucking the invasion hate. invader. I rolled my eyes so fucking hard that I all I could see was like out of the back of my head.
0: I will give credit to Orton because he apparently got in the ring very quickly. Because oh, I
1: didn't see it coming.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. Normally, you see the crowd looking over, or they start making noise. You didn't hear anything until. His arm was already up, going going to take Lesnar out.
1: I see. I expected, it, like, I, I saw it yeah. coming once I started talking about it. But he was he yeah, it like was like very you quick. Said, yeah, like you said, he was up there in a the flash.
0: Like normally, you hear the crowd. Oh my god! Look at
1: him! Oh, yeah. okay, what's happening?
0: You know. But yeah, as it, soon as
1: they started talking, I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no abort, abort, <laughs> get out of the ring, Lesnar.
0: <laughs> um, and that brings us into SmackDown. Uh Ambrose and Ziggler, what do you think about their little opening back and forth?
1: I thought it was pretty solid stuff between these guys. I'm an I'm a Ziggler naysayer. Mm-hmm. I have been for a long time. Uh I still don't know that I'm convinced that they can rehab this guy, but goddamn, they fucking try for once in a long time, they're really trying to rehab a guy and they're putting yeah. a lot of effort into rehabbing a guy. And that's commendable whether I like the guy or not. An honest effort into rehabbing a guy. I felt like they even tried to push Bray like through the rehab as well in the same episode. So at least they're making an effort to rehab these guys, and I commend them for that. But I
0: and I like the attitude change for Ziggler. He's like, "You're just doubting me. You know, you're like for years, y'all haven't wanted me to be up in that top tier, and y'all are just doubting me." Yeah. And I like the fact that Dana Bryan was like, "Look, if anyone knows about being an underdog, it's me. Like, I totally feel where you're coming from, but it's stupid of you." to put your number one contendership on the line. You've already got the spot. Why would you jeopardize that? And he's like, well, because you don't think I can do it. Yeah. You know, like, it shows a little bit of attitude, a little bit of change. I like it. Um,
1: I don't know that they're going to pull it off. At the end of this, I still don't know that yeah. I'm going to look at Ziggler and say, bona fide main event guy. Yeah. But goddamn, at least they're fucking trying. They
0: are trying. Yeah. And, you know, I'm glad that Wyatt's getting thrown in the mix. Sure. Will we see a triple threat? Probably not. You never know. Yeah, who knows? They might. Um
1: I mean I'd rather see them stick with Ziggler because Ambrose and Wyatt had that so much of a view last year. And I, yeah. just, I don't want to go back to that so so quickly, but
0: Yeah. Um Apollo Cruz, new number one contender for the Intercontinental title.
1: Apollo Creed, you mean?
0: Yes. Terry Cruz winning. <laughs> uh defeating Kalisto and uh Baron Corbin. Um Baron Corbin taking out Kalisto and then Miz taking out Uh, Paulo Cruz, I think, and then Baron Corbin knocking down the Miz.
1: Yeah, they sort of all sort of got into it.
0: Yeah, in a little scuffle. So, with that, we're gonna see a fatal four way.
1: I don't, do you think that's where they're going?
0: I hope not. I think we're gonna see uh, Kalisto Baron Corbin,
1: right? That's 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 the impression I I got.
0: That'll probably be like the kickoff match, true. Um, Eva Marie faking an injury and... uh That's
1: super weird. I get that her gimmick Did you is... know that she was
0: the 2013 Diva Search winner? I did. Yeah? Because there was no Diva Search in 2013.
1: I thought you were putting me on the spot. I was like, yeah, sure. I know. That,
0: was the, uh, that was the stat that they used on the side.
1: Did they put that on the side? <laughs> yeah. So they, so they worked the stats?
0: Yes. Oh wow. Uh, did you see did, did you watch like the Raw after uh, the, or the Draft special after on the network where Cesaro was talking about her, how unhappy he was? Yeah, but that
1: was just a mistake. I, that wasn't like a worked thing, right? They weren't like actually trying to make you believe that Yeah,
0: I think it was just a typo. It just fucked up. And I would I'd like to hope that this was actual it's typo. It, oh okay. okay. Typo. Now I'm confused. Or I don't something. know if
1: it's a fuck-up or if they're trying to work. So yeah, they probably cool. just
0: messed it up. It okay. was like, look, we got to put something there. Yeah, I put, she won the diva search.
1: I just said, yeah, sure, I knew that. but I didn't, <laughs> Obviously, you called me a liar. I didn't know what the fuck. <laughs> You're a liar, Doug. I'm a liar. You're a liar. Why would you want to put me on blast like that? <laughs> well,
0: I was doing it in a sarcastic manner. All right, right all right, it's okay. I'm a liar. To,
1: Everyone knows I'm a liar. It's fine.
0: Uh, I, have, I was half expecting Natalia to come out and attack Becky before the match. But it looks like she's moving on from that, focusing on Carmella. Um,
1: what do you think about the set? The set wasn't there last week, was it?
0: No, it was not. That's another right. change-up that I'm that I'm okay with. Yeah. The thing that I'm not okay it with... It looks fake as hell. It looks green screen to <laughs> fuck, but it's an actual screen in the back. Right. The thing so the that- desk is real? Yeah.
1: Okay, the whole th- the background that's, looks so fake it makes everything look that's fake. Their,
0: that's the kickoff um, desk oh, okay. that they use. Okay. It's just, instead of the ring in the background, they've got that giant LED board or whatever.
1: They do it in the middle of the arena still?
0: Yeah. Wow. Like the kickoffs on the no, pre-show? No, no, but
1: I'm saying the, the little... What it is now? That thing,
0: was oh. somewhere else. That okay. had to have been backstage. Okay, that's what... That was backstage somewhere. Gotcha. Um, but the thing that I didn't like... And this is just, it's a nitpick, and people are going to be like, dude, let it go. It's nothing worth getting worked up over.
1: That's what we do here. We get that's work. what yeah, we, that's what we do.
0: We get worked up, and we that's give our opinions on something. That's what we do. Damn it, because we are the best at what we do. All right? So The thing that I don't like, I'm totally fine with the headsets for Renee and Carmella. I get that. The fact that Natalia walks in unexpectedly and she's got a lapel mic on her chest hmm. that drove me insane.
1: Well, she has to be mic, but they could have hit it or whatever.
0: Yes, yeah, they could have. They could have had a a microf- a boom mic uh, above them or something. It's just, it's just that that little thing where it's like, no,
1: it wasn't expected because she had to get mic'd. Do you feel like
0: I hate that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, me too. Do you feel like speaking of Renee Young being back there? Do you feel like every time her and Dean are together, it's just like, you're just waiting for them to acknowledge their relationship? Yes, I I am.
0: I'm waiting for him to, like, kiss her or something. Just do something to acknowledge the world. I know you've already
1: made it public. Just acknowledge it on screen. See, I, I I don't even know that they need. I don't even know that I'm in favor of them acknowledging it on screen. Yeah. Or I, I'm not even sure just that just a I think.
0: nudge or something. I don't even think wink to the crowd. I'm
1: not like asking them for to, them to do it. I'm just like keep expecting it to happen. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm not like in like, favor of it. I'm have just, it like, be the
0: Valentine's Day episode or something. Hey, Renee, I, you know tried to give these to Eva Marie, but I guess you can have these flowers or something. Yeah, you know, just something to make
1: it um see I don't know if I want them to because I think then then it becomes like a plot point where like people are going to go after her to get to him and stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't stop me from like expecting it every time. It's like Maybe that's what it is. You she, can see their chemistry. To,
0: she wants to be considered profes- on that professional level. True. And you know, oh, well, you're just dating. You're you're only here to date the talent backstage and um, one thing I did chuckle at was when she did have that backstage segment with Dean, and Dean stands up. He's like, "I'm tired of sitting. I don't know why we're sitting. I didn't, I want to stand up." And he's like, and she's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'll stand up too." You can see where you can see her height where she's sitting, and then you can tell that she moves over to stand up, and it's the same exact height. Wow. Just something like that. I was like, "Oh, she's so tiny.
1: She's a short woman. <laughs> she's yeah. a short girl. Yeah,
0: but that's okay. Yeah." Just. Those little things. But the lapel mic, you can't do that and expect me to think that it's unexpected. Right. You just don't I'm do it. it.
1: I'm with you. <sighs> Put it on the inside of the chair. Bam.
0: Yeah. Or have a boom mic set up. Or have a microphone set up on another chair. You know, like you were expecting a second person and they didn't show. Yeah. Something where it picks up. Or hell, do like they do, or they did, for the Raw backstage segments where they just used a microphone and it didn't work regardless because JoJo would be standing there interviewing someone and she walks off with the microphone and you can still hear exactly what they're saying. Just something like that.
1: Well, anyways. I'm with you. I'm with it.
0: So, uh, later on, Carmella got attacked by Natalia, so it looks like we're going to have a feud there. That's probably going to be set up for Backlash.
1: Maybe SummerSlam. Doubt it. Although they are- It's a lot of fucking matches on SummerSlam.
0: Well, I think it is going to be a four-hour event instead of three. Oh, they're going to go the full mania? I think so. Yeah. It's
1: wow, a lot of- that's, Which means five because they're going to have a-
0: Yeah, hour-long pre-show. Yeah. Good Lord. <gasps> um, I'm glad we have finally got to see the debut for American Alpha. You know
1: what? Not to cut you off, and to, mm-hmm. but because you're speaking about pay-per-views, once they do these SmackDown only pay-per-views, they should be two hours. It should not go to three. I agree. They got to go two hours. Make the
0: make the big ones like Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, you know, Survivor Series, WrestleMania. Make those the three-hour pay-per-view. Well, WrestleMania is obviously going to be four or five or whatever, but um, God,
1: probably six by next year. No but you kidding. get the point. Yeah, they need in and out
0: if two hours. Yeah, if you're going if you're going to have brand-specific pay-per-views, two hours max, dude. Don't. Don't make me sit there that that long every other week.
1: You would think you would think <laughs> that they don't have the separate rosters to go more than two hours, but you know they'll fucking stretch those. Absolutely, off. it needs to be two hours in a row.
0: And we're gonna have musical performances by Puff Daddy, who's gonna be our special guest on Raw next week.
1: They, they got to nail those down to two.
0: Yeah. Um, <sighs> so debut of American Alpha. Glad I got to see it finally. Uh, i I would have liked for them to get more time because I don't feel like they got a proper showcase of what they're of what they're capable of. I mean they did a fine job with the time they were given they but, looked
1: dominant, which was all yeah. they really needed they didn't need to have a big back and forth with anyone
0: yeah so I'm looking forward to to what those guys can do. I know that they're gonna shine very well. I was kind of interested that they didn't have any kind of mention for Shelton Benjamin this week I mean they did the video package last week nothing this week um
1: and last week it was just like a uh, coming soon.
0: Yeah, coming back to SmackDown. And speaking of, of that, they're still hyping the, the cruiserweight division on Raw with no word as to when it'll happen. Probably after the Cruiserweight right. Classic, but but still they have to get all their ducks in, in a row.
1: I'd imagine the winner is going to play a significant sure. role in the division, if not several of uh, of the people, you know.
0: Congratulations. You get a WWE contract and the Cruiserweight Championship. No trophies here. You get belts, championship belts. Uh, thoughts on AJ Styles and John Cena going back and forth?
1: I thought they were going to do like hair versus career. The way that <laughs> the way they were talking, the way he was talking shit about, uh, he played into the soccer mom mirror thing, mm-hmm. and how AJ was playing into that. I just don't like you. I thought they were going to do career versus hair, and I thought AJ was going to get a haircut at SummerSlam. <laughs> I mean that could still be on the table, but I thought that's where they were leaning. You want him to get rid of those locks? I mean, I don't think it's the best hair, but it doesn't bother me. Like yeah. I think it like fits him. You know mm. what I mean? But uh, I'm not attached to his hair. So uh, yeah. Like
0: I wonder what his what his end game is for that hair because it's it's starting to get a little a little long.
1: That's like his hair. That's like my hair at the maximum length was like about that length, and I yeah. After a while, I'm just like. Yeah, that's too much. I gotta get it right.
0: <laughs> that was, that was about the time when we first started on, on yeah, I the podcast. Yeah,
1: really shaggy your hair. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I don't recall this, uh, this promo. I think I got distracted. I had to sing Happy Birthday. Um,
1: so he was basically just saying, like, uh, my real problem. Pal- gonna beat up John Cena. Well, he did say that, but, um, he basically was just saying, like, his real problem is that Cena's still around, and he sort of wants him out, and hmm. I don't know.
0: I did hear Cena going, you know, you see that little kid over there, and this is why this is why I'm going to keep fighting and, and yeah. all that.
1: It was sort of the standard... Look st- at that kid! It was sort of the standard fired-up Cena promo in a lot of ways, but... I do this because I love it. That basically was what he said.
0: Cool.
1: He's a little bit more verbose, but...
0: I'm sorry. I don't have Well, the, I mean, it was his job. To I don't a have prom- the hook spot.
1: No, I mean, verbose says and he just talked a lot longer, but that was yeah. his job to get a promo, not yours. Yeah. So...
0: I I have an entire show to talk about. Right. He only has like 10 minutes. He's just
1: going to talk up. about himself. Yeah. You got to talk about everybody. I got to
0: talk about everybody except for myself. Because I'm a classy guy. That's the kind of person that I am. Yeah. Whenever I see something I like, I like to talk about it. That's yeah. who... That's what I do.
1: And you're at a deficit because what do you know more about than yourself? So like yeah. you know. He's just gotta talk about himself, which he knows a lot about. You gotta talk about every, I, what are we doing? I don't know what we're doing. <laughs>
0: it's an ego trip for me. Me, drink it in, man. Um Orton versus Fandango ends in a I, DQ. I
1: like that they set it up as Fandango was pissed about his comment about Jericho coming <laughs> back against Fandango. I love that they framed it that way. <laughs> Even though we knew that it was just a setup for Lesnar to come out. And
0: And that security did absolutely nothing to stop Lesnar from hopping the barricade and getting in the ring, and great job, guys.
1: Come on, Jimmy Rave, get it together.
0: (laughs) So uh, Lesnar attacks, delivers the F-5, gets escorted out, and Paul Heyman was like, hey, it was pretty funny, though. Pretty good stuff. Um,
1: It was interesting that it was, quote-unquote, the main event segment of Raw, but not on SmackDown.
0: Yeah, because we got the number one contenders match. Dolph Ziggler putting it on the line against Bray Wyatt. I don't know. Turnbuckle. Yeah, in front of the referee. Looking right at it. Normally, that odd. kind of stuff isn't allowed. It's like,
1: are they? Are we getting a hill turn? Or are they just teasing it? Yeah. Or are they just trying to say, like, he's edgy. He's going to do whatever he has to do. Did you see
0: right before one of the commercial breaks, Bray Wyatt favoring, I guess, his ankle or something like that? And he started, like, banging his head on the mat.
1: It was on the roll-up. They, w- I, yeah. I actually think they purposely went to commercial to let him recover because... You could see when Ziggler tried to roll him up, his leg bent weird. Yeah. And I was like, oh, his he fucking hurt himself. Yeah. But he finished the match. And that I guess made... maybe it was
0: just a stinger or it just pulled. I think like, a stinger is like
1: a spine thing.
0: Though, or maybe he just like cramped up something. But yeah, he you could tell like he was frustrated because he was like, damn it, no, that's not supposed to be happening. And then we come back from break and
1: he might have just, that doesn't mean he's not. He may have just toughed it out.
0: Yeah. Like it's uh I don't know but uh the matchup was fine nothing really not really no um Ziggler maintains his number one contendership Eric Rowan attacks so good to see him getting involved and looks like they're going to be keeping the Wyatt family together for the most part um
1: yeah, I mean, after seeing Harper at the and the wedding photos or whatever, I was like, "Oh, I guess I was hoping that he was coming back soon." But
0: yeah, not yet. Yes, still has some time. I think he's due back in September. Is that right? I, I want to say it. I can't say it's for certain. Too, that's not too far off. Yeah, month away.
1: You think he's gonna just join them once SmackDown? now?
0: See, that's the thing. Do you, do you have him go back to the Wyatt family, or do you let him try his own and have him go to Raw? Because they've already broken Braun away. He's already becoming his own star. Uh, Luke Harper, obviously one of the stars of the Wyatt family. Um, so do you have him go and be his own guy, or do you have him stick in the Wyatt family?
1: I mean, I, he's cl- in my opinion, he's the best worker in the yeah. group. So, I mean, I'm not opposed to him being a singles guy. Although he's had that look for so long, it would be interesting to see. It. Not that he has to change his look, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he could just be a singles guy and keep the look. But uh, it would just be weird, I guess.
0: Yeah. he's i so used to seeing that. And they would all have their own separate entrance music now. Yeah. Like Bray's got his the one he's always used. Uh, um, Eric Rowan's got the banjo thing. <coughs> and then Harper can use the... Whatever... And Braun's the God. one that hit. Yeah, his is bad. <laughs> he is further becoming ogre from revenge of the nerds.
1: Nerd! A little more. Braun! It's like a little step like closer to that every week. <laughs>
0: yes. Um so Eric Rowan attack Dean tried to make the save but he gets taken out in the process and we are told to follow those damn buzzards. So. Chip. Chip. Um
1: did you get to watch NXT or Cruiserweight Classic? I from watched last both, week? but I am it's been having, so long. It's been a, a whole week, and I'm having yeah. a little problem remembering what happened.
0: Uh, I got to see uh, um, Saber Jr.
1: in action. Dude. I felt <laughs> like uh, he had a good, better reaction coming to the ring than he got in the ring? Because I think yeah. I felt like the people were like, "Oh, we know he's a guy." Yeah. But they didn't know how he. Re- he was like he's like a yeah. grappling guy. He was like the a crowd was guy. very
0: quiet for they his were, match. It's
1: like they they have heard of him, but they didn't know that he's like a grapple guy. Yeah, and they didn't know how to react. His high spots are like cool reversals. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so. What I, I like, like he didn't like win them over so quickly.
0: Well, what I liked about it is that Daniel Bryan is putting it over. Like this is the thing that the crowd doesn't understand. But as a wrestler, the what he's doing in the ring is amazing.
1: Well, what I actually like that he said was that he's like, I saw a little bit of this guy and I thought he was stealing stuff from me. But now that I see everything he's got, if I came back, I'm stealing stuff from him. And yeah. I that, that was like a,
0: <laughs> that's a good, that's a yeah. good compliment. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm stealing your stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, got to see Gulak in yes.
1: action. Yes.
0: Another uh, Matt-based wrestler.
1: See, see, that's what I, this episode definitely felt like different than the rest of it. Because yeah. they had so much, they had a lot of Matt-based guys. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know, maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I felt like some of that crowd is like reacting to names they've heard but may have not necessarily seen, and so they right. know they're supposed to be hyped for this guy, but they don't necessarily know why they're oh, supposed to Oh, I've heard good things about this right. guy. Right, and then so they're waiting for something, like their expectations are not like accurate because they don't know what he actually does.
0: Yeah. What was that match that we saw <clears throat> when we were in New Orleans? It,
1: w- it was Gulak. Timothy Thatcher. It was on the... Uh, WWN live like supercard or whatever.
0: Yeah, where it was that throwback traditional mat based ras-
1: wrestling. Yep,
0: really like that. Um, still hoping that DVD comes out one day. <laughs> have to have to wait and see.
1: You might have to purchase the stream, my man.
0: Nope, not gonna do that. I want the physical copy. Damn it. Uh, we also got to see the Brian Kendrick in action. So nice to see him back. I like the story of of what he's trying to say you know hey you know i had an opportunity and i blew it yeah this is this could be my last chance to get back in there so i like that i like i like to see that action um you know all of the matches were fine i'm looking forward to um to see what's next for it as they conclude the first round
1: there's definitely one more match i felt because there's four right i'm trying I'm, i'm stalling my mind is like sputtering out on the other one i can't
0: remember either my mind is, is I'm sure, blanking. No, I'm sure it's fine. But, um. Hmm.
1: My mind's so fried, I can't stall for you right Episode
0: now. Episode three results. Let's see. Mm. Boom. Yeah, we got to see Zach Sabre Jr., Drew, Ga- uh, Drew Gulak, Brian Kendrick. Oh my gosh, we- I don't want to see your. Freaking slides! There was
1: one. There's got I know. They've been this format has been for a, an episode, so I know there's yeah. a more. I just can't off the top Duk. of this
0: Dukes. Oh, that was against Saber.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's
0: right. Zack Saber and Tyson Ducks. Dukes. 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 Uh, Drew Gulak. Harv. uh It was uh one of the was it the Bollywood Boys?
1: They both wrestled then, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, Anthony Bennett and Tony Nice.
1: That's
0: what it was. And uh, who is it? Nice won the match, but Bennett, he had like a scare moment. It looked like the, I guess the wind got taken out of him or they were focusing on his shoulder. They were like, oh, I think his shoulder might be dislocated uh, whenever it got towards the end because uh, Nice got on the top rope and the ref was like, wait. Yeah, like, not don't jump stop. on him. <laughs> stop. Don't jump on him yet. We got to yeah. check on him. Uh, and he's kind of like sitting there, perched on the on the ropes, like, uh, okay. What? <laughs> Yeah, it now that you chilling. mentioned
1: It comes back to me now that you mentioned it, but yeah. yeah, that was odd. I was like,
0: uh, what? I was like, oh, he might be yeah. legit hurt. Uh, and then uh, Raul Mendoza going up against the Brian Kendrick. That's, so, that's right. Uh, overall, it was a really good show. I was show. impressed
1: with Raul Mendoza, who I have not seen a lot of, but yeah. I thought it was pretty good.
0: Got the busted mouth and all that. They were talking about how he has uh, he has braces, I think.
1: I, I did notice his braces. Yeah.
0: And then uh, Kendrick. Put his mouth on the uh, on the rope and kicked, kicked it, it, and that's up, yeah. I mean, his mouth got pretty bloody after that.
1: I sort of love that Brian has like announced his like <laughs> he's like I'm not I'm totally partial I'm totally yeah. I totally want him to win I'm
0: not unbiased in this matchup I want Brian to win.
1: <laughs> sort of refreshing. I don't know. I like I yeah. just blatantly cheering for his buddy the whole time.
0: Yeah, come on,
1: Brian, come on. I don't like how he did it, but I like the results. Of yeah.
0: It. <laughs> Uh, NXT, I don't recall too much what happened, but we can't talk about NXT TakeOver, uh, not TakeOver, uh, NXT Houston uh, because it was the farewell for Finn Balor uh, in NXT. Kind of bummed that I didn't get to go to the show, but hey, things happen.
1: uh, It's not too far to make the trip. It's just uh, life circumstances. Yeah, work comes up up and
0: all that. Um, It was, uh, I guess, the, the final matchup Finn Balor teaming up with Shinsuke, going up against Bobby Roode and uh, Samoa Joe. So I am mean, like, damn, man, I would love to love to be there, but things happen.
1: I mean, Can't good news it. in the NXT world is well, by the time you're hearing this, it's already out because we're recording on a Wednesday. But tonight, uh, Hideo returns. Yeah, Hideo
0: returns. Roode makes his debut, <clears throat> and uh, other good stuff to look forward to. Like it, smoking. Uh, Oscar was there Carmelo was there bailey was there at nxt houston um so pretty stacked pretty stacked card so good stuff uh moving into some hot topics for you guys uh page is reportedly being rep- uh, pulled from an upcoming wwe australian and new zealand tour uh due to an injury at least according to reports um wwe Hall of Famer superstar Billy Graham has been hospitalized, reportedly due to internal bleeding. So, hopefully he can get better and make a full recovery. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, you know, taking care of others, uh, Lillian Garcia, I don't know if you guys noticed, she is not on Raw anymore. She has departed from WWE to uh, take care of her father. So... You know she'll be missed. Obviously, I know she was a crowd favorite, Um, but you got to do. You know, family comes first in this kind of situation.
1: Sure, of course.
0: Um, Puff Daddy going to be appearing on Raw next week. So if you if you were so happy with the celebrity guest stars appearing on Monday Night Raw, and you were worried they're going to phase that out in the new era for Raw, you
1: were hopeful that
0: (laughs) you're in luck because they're bringing the celebrity guest stars back. Buff Daddy will be on Raw. Oh,
1: man. <laughs> he better have a hologram of B.I.G. He better have a hologram of B.I.G. That's all I
0: can say. As far as returns and people heading to WWE, Molina's possibly in talks of returning. And uh, Roderick Strong, former guest on the show, possibly heading over to WWE.
1: I don't know, in, say, September-ish? Yeah? I mean, that's Just the some word. Just a random guest. That's the word, I mean...
0: Hmm. Good stuff. Did you happen to watch the uh, Legends with JBL with Booker I T? I haven't to see it. Pretty I good. I heard it's a two-parter. It is. It's a two-parter. Um, it was a really good show. I enjoyed it. I watched it uh, during my lunch break. And, uh, yeah.
1: Did he get into any, like, Houston, like, global or, like, Bosch-type stuff? The thing I love about Booker T, he always puts over Paul Bosch uh, – and when he was on the show, I was like, you know, are you gonna lobby for Bosh get in the Hall of Fame? He's like, man, he's a fucking Hall of Famer, <laughs> like as is. Nobody needs to tell him me is. Yeah, I like how he talks about the Houston shit, like the history of Houston wrestling.
0: So. Yeah, he didn't really talk about that. He talked more about the sportatorium, uh, okay, wrestling cool. up in Dallas, nice. and getting his start with Booker, uh, with Stevie Ray. He talked about uh, being incarcerated, going to prison, going to county, doing all that. Like what made him want to change his life around. Uh, and that was a really good story I, I i dug that one um talked about the the batista fight talked oh i definitely about, hear about that yeah talked about um, I mean, i've heard
1: about it but i haven't heard about it like from him
0: so. i mean he puts it over in a in a light way he didn't it, it wasn't a he said and i said this it was there was some disrespect towards the locker room and if there's one thing that i'm going to stand up for it's the boys
1: Supposedly Booker T whooped that ass. So <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, they showed pictures of like them at the premiere of uh See No Evil. that uh-huh. Kane was in, and like Booker T's all smiles with Charmel, and then it shows Batista, and he's got like cuts and bruises all over his face. <laughs> so, <laughs> um uh, that's
1: that was the word that Booker yeah, T
0: put it to him. Yeah. yeah. And you know they were like, well, what did Vince say? And you know he he was like, I went and talked to Vince. I was like, look.
1: Vince likes that kind of shit, though. He yeah, thinks, he was
0: like, I don't want to fight, but if I have to, I will. Uh, you know, more more than, more the than not, I'm going to try and walk away from the fight. And he said that Vince goes, unless you have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, I kind of want you to. Just don't make a habit of it. You know, stand up.
1: Total Vince shit. You can, yeah. can totally yeah. buy that. I'll <laughs> say that, damn it, I'm Vince McMahon. God oh, damn, I want to say that fight. <laughs> But, for all
0: too yeah but it was one of those things where uh it was right around the time of SummerSlam, and you know we all know the timeline but it was like yeah. booker went up to him and was like hey let's not make light of it you don't like me i'm not a fan of yours but we got to be professional about this let's just go out and put on a show right um i mean so you know it was it was really good and uh it's worth checking out so for any of you booker t fans go out there and uh check it out on the network
1: yeah, I'm gonna give it a watch. I just haven't had a chance
0: definitely. Um I don't know if we talked about it last week, but uh Lucha Underground got their official release for, for the third season. Yeah, September. September. Yes. Looking forward to that. And I think they're gonna be starting filming for season four fairly soon too. Yeah, I think so. So that's shit they
1: might have already started. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, that's great to know. I mean Actually season...
1: actually no because we would have heard spoilers by now. Yeah.
0: But I am glad to hear that season three is going to have 40 episodes. that's, a lot episodes. that's huge yeah. yeah.
1: what is that That's
0: damn near a year
1: yeah it's a long season
0: yeah so uh be on the lookout for that starting uh in a month or so but um that's what like three weeks or not not three weeks three months so nine nine months worth of programming ten
1: Everybody
0: months. I've already got lined up.
1: I don't do math. I had to yeah, use the I calculator. Can't, yeah. Gave her count. Ten months.
0: There's three kinds of people in this world. People who can count and people who can't. So, uh, I'm kind of bummed that Tyler's not here for this because I know how excited he gets for WWE 2K17 News. Uh, the roster reveal so far, we've already gotten a, a few a few big names out there, aside from Brock Lesnar, John Cena, Sasha Banks. Uh, we've got Aiden English, Booker T, Brian Pillman, uh Brie Bella. Bella. Chris Jericho, Diego, Eric Rowan, Fernando, Heath Slater, Jay, and Jimmy Uso. So they're in
1: as matadors? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, I guess they didn't have time to do it. Which, that always confuses me. Like, they always have time to go in and fix something like that. But, whatever. Um, maybe they'll Maybe, be maybe a,
1: not. It comes out in October. They sh- surely they have to...
0: Mass produce.
1: Yeah.
0: I've always wondered that. Like, how long does it take for... When's we, the cutoff? That's what yeah. we wonder. What's if, the cutoff date? Because I've noticed, I, I saw a, a clip they already released, like Brock Lesnar's entrance, mm-hmm. and uh, if you look on the right hand corner uh, of his entrance, like five seconds in, you can see a table and stuff set up in the crowd. Mm-hmm. So that kind of alludes that you're going to be able to fight in the crowd again.
1: Oh well, I remember. Do you remember? I don't I don't remember what the last uh, game, what year it was of SVR that you could do it, but. When you could hop the barricade, Tyler would fucking know this. Climb
0: up the scaffold. The scaffolding? Yeah. yeah.
1: What, what year was that? It's got to be like, what, 2009 or something? 2008 maybe? Tyler would fucking know. I could text him right now and he'd probably know.
0: Maybe. Yeah. It was somewhere around somewhere, there. Yeah, It was definitely Because once they, once they went to like WWE 12 or whatever it was, yeah. That they took that out. Yeah. Uh, so be on the lookout. That might be coming back. So Jim the Anvil, Nightheart, Connor. So the Ascension's going to be there. Uh, Larry Zbysko, Nikki Bella, R-Truth, Simon Gotch, Ultimate Warrior, and Victor. So, good stuff on that. Word. Word to your mother. Uh, Time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. We have two questions, but we have got a lot to read. Um First question coming to us from Seth Rickson. Always nice to hear from him saying, I have a question for you guys. Now that it appears as though the build to the brand split was just a soft reset for some storylines and a way to roll out a bigger, uh, roll out a larger pay-per-view schedule, what do you think the best or optimal way that WWE could have booked the brand split? I would have booked it that each week, each side could have picked a person, team, or faction and had them face off um, the following week on the others' live show. The winner would get to pick who um, who they want of those contestants and get the first pick of the next matchup. They should show they should have used the months of talking about the brand split and the first few months of live shows to show the brand split. This would have given them a soft reset on all stories and feuds and would have allowed them to book almost anything, no matter what the logic. No one wants to see Kane versus Big Show again, yet they could have had it. Uh, they could have had as the final battle of the big men. And have tons of guys come out to screw either one, and either brand could pick or not pick the winner because of past encounters with them.
1: Uh, well, this is not the kind of answer Seth wants to hear, but it's I'm gonna be honest. Like, um, I'm very much uh in favor of like a harder reset. Like, I mm-hmm. wouldn't have done any of that stuff. I don't mind that they just sort of announced it and split them. If anything, I wish that the the reset was harder. In the fact that. I would have shuffled the deck completely. Not necessarily. Obviously, just because you have a brand split, and you're going to shuffle that doesn't mean that Zack Ryder is your main eventer now. Yeah. I, but I would have liked them just to see them go away from all the existing feuds and just sort of just completely like hard reset, like push the fucking reset button. That's, yeah. I, I get off on that kind of stuff. We're
0: stripping all the titles.
1: Hey, I... Look, I'm the type of guy who gets excited about the brain split because I feel like there's going to be a relaunch of sorts. I'm like the type of guy who was like uh, I appreciate I have a lot of respect and appreciation for continuity but like when DC says like we're the new 52 reboot like that's the kind of shit that gets me like hype. I'm like I don't know what it is. I guess because in my personal life I'm very much a like I'm so such like a fuck up that I have this like uh, (sighs) I I'm always the guy who's like, well, I didn't I didn't get it done. I was like, but next Monday, like, I'm starting fresh Monday, mm-hmm. and, like, I'm really going to do it there. So I don't know if, like, just the type of personality I have is drawn to these, like, hard resets. But I would not have, like, booked a big thing coming into it. I just would have been pushed the fucking button and but be like, we're new from now on. Like, yeah. all that other shit, not that it doesn't matter anymore, but, like, forget we're, it. we're moving, not, not, not even forget it, it's just, like, we're going forward from here. Yeah, like we're not looking back. We're going forward, and uh, I know that's not what Seth wants to answer, but that's the truth. Like I wouldn't have booked that I would have just reset the fucker.
0: Yeah, up. I mean I, I dig the concept. Maybe they can do that for the um for whenever they do the um uh, the draft like next year, mm-hmm. like because they uh, they would always switch like five people on each side or something like that. So have them come out and be like, all right, whoever wins this match. I mean, yeah, you'd have to kind of keep it even, or at least the three to two aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. But um I mean I'd be fine with something like that. Like
1: Raw screwed us out of this. Yeah, maybe matchup. maybe going forward, like have reasons for why they get picks they get or mm-hmm. or, or what that wins them as a brand. Yeah. yeah that makes sense, but as just as a we are now two brands going forward, I would just like Phew. here we go. Yeah like, going forward. Yeah, I don't know. I'm drawn to that kind of shit.
0: Yeah. So, but thank you for the question, Seth. We certainly appreciate it. Final question coming to us from uh, from Rosewood and got quite a bit to say. Say, hey guys, great show as always. I just wa- I just want to weigh in on what Doug said about the WWE wellness policy being a sham, and I completely agree. I'm a guy that is very into fitness and bodybuilding, and while I myself have never taken PEDs, many of my friends at the gym have, and I myself has done uh, have done tremendous amounts of research on them. When it comes to the WWE, I agree with Doug and am willing to bet three months of my salary that WWE has control over who gets popped and who doesn't. Remember when CM Punk was on... Preach! (laughs) Remember when CM Punk was on the Colt Cabana podcast? I do. And he said that he asked if Triple H took the piss test and Triple H looked at the floor and had nothing to say. I believe Triple H had nothing to say because he absolutely did not piss in that cup. Triple H is 47 years old and... (laughs) Uh, and the guy's body still looks like it did during the attitude era days. I don't care how many midnight workouts him, he and Stephanie have had. There is no way he maintains that body, uh, without a little help. It's just science. Uh, it's just science muscles atrophy with the age, the muscle tish- tissue weakens and rebuilding peri- periods are longer. I'm not saying with old age, you just sag and all your muscle goes away, but when you're 47 years old, 99.9% of the time, you don't have the body you had when you were 30. Just look at Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Both guys still pretty fit, but they look like they're fit guys in their 50s because of the PEDs, which is true. Stallone has been busted for uh, for taking roids. Arnold, too. Yeah. Um uh, And I won't even mention Vince McMahon. The dude is 70 years old, been on the cover of Muscle and Fitness multiple times, and he is bigger than half the guys on the roster. A spokesperson came out and said Brock Lesnar will not be suspended by WWE because part-time performers are not kept to the terms of their wellness policy. So WWE is pretty much saying that Roman or Seth Rollins or Cena or whoever can't get in the ring and suplex a guy because he's using a form of PEDs. But nah, it's all good if Brock Lesnar does it. It's a complete double standard, but whatever policy is policy. Uh, but if that's the case, why was Billy Gunn, who isn't even a performer, fired for being popped for PEDs when he's competed on in a non WWE powerlifting competition? I'll just say, Doug, I agree the wellness policy is a sham and it and it nothing but PR. It's nothing but PR and double standards.
1: Yeah, man. Like I, uh, I mean, obviously we agree because he's saying that he agrees with me. But <laughs> yeah. I mean. I mean, maybe Rosewood is our PED correspondent going, <laughs> going forward because he says he is... Um, yeah. It's he, WWE politics,
0: playing favorites, all that, you know.
1: That's a really good point about the Billy Gunn thing because I had forgot that happened. And uh, yeah, he was just training and, uh, and so... Yeah. I mean, maybe he's a quote-unquote full-time employee and Brock Lesnar is a part-time employee. I don't fucking know what, <laughs> like, legal fucking... Hoops, Wasn't he like a trainer up. for NXT as that's a performance center? So, okay, and so like that would be like Ro- like Rosewood time. said that he he got tested in like an... Um, you're setting a bad example. It was like some bodybuilding competition, completely yeah. unaffiliated. Yeah. So that's super weird. But yeah, I mean, like like Rosewood said, I'm pretty much like backhandedly alleged the same thing of Triple H whenever I was talking about it as one of the guys I would like you know look at sideways if you tried to tell me you know maybe that guy. Hasn't taken any PEDs, but mm-hmm. yeah, I completely agree with Rosewood. Um, Stay off them roids. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like HGH. Maybe that's... Uh, I, I've i heard some like people argue that HGH... I mean, HDH is... Okay, no, wait. I'm confusing. There's a difference between HGH and um, TRT. I'm confusing those two. Okay, yeah. Maybe he's on... HGH is probably as bad. Um, I don't know. Maybe some of these dudes are doing TRT, which I've heard is, like, legitimate if you have low testosterone. Like, Hmm. you can be uh, prescribed stuff by the doctor, and maybe that will help you, you know, like, maintain... Perform uh, better. (laughs) Yeah. Well, supposedly, like, they're... Supposedly, T... I I don't know for a fact that TRT doesn't have detriments, but... I know like UFC and stuff, like they can't do TRT. It was like a whole thing.
0: Yeah. Well Lesnar was popped for like estrogen blocker or something like that, which is That's used when taking uh Yeah. All that kind of stuff.
1: So I don't know. But uh yeah, I'm just talking a bunch of bullshit out of my ass right now. I don't know. Yeah. But I agree that seems more than a little fishy.
0: But uh Rosewood does have a question, uh, and it's something we kind of covered a little bit earlier, but do you guys think Finn will win at SummerSlam? I'm gonna I'm going to be there. But I won't lie, I would rather see Seth win the Universal Championship, which is a stupid name for a title. Also, I too collected Hot Wheels that came in the Happy Meals toys, and the best toy I ever got in a box of cereal was the Star Wars lightsaber spoons that lit up red, blue, and green that were in my Frosted Flakes during the time when The Phantom Menace was being released in theaters. Thanks, guys. You're awesome. Hope all is well.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm not convinced either way who's winning yet. I'm... Not sure, where where is SummerSlam going to be? Uh, New York. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, the good stuff, the Barclays Center.
1: Wonder if Rosewood is a New York native or is traveling. Hmm.
0: hmm. I don't Interesting know. Interesting stuff. I'd... Weigh in on that. Yeah. So uh, so that's going to do it for us. Thank you very much, and uh, yeah. be on the lookout for our Summer Slam predictions whenever that time comes for that couple weeks, couple for that particular weeks. answer. But yeah. So Yeah, um, I'm
1: not do- we're not dodging. I just I don't think either of us know for sure yet what yeah. we think. Yeah. And
0: we kind of talked a little bit about it uh, earlier in the show, but yeah. yeah, thanks for the questions. Make sure to submit your questions on our uh, YouTube channel Devans Video, also our Facebook page Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on wrestlingnewsource.com, wrestlingnewsource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, Beyond Pod, player.fm. Search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us.
1: Yeah, um Follow the podcast on Twitter because, I mean, I don't know. That's what everyone says in their podcast. That's where
0: all the cool kids go. I guess. Tweet I me.
1: Follow the podcast at WNSPodcast. And, and uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Bear. Go tell him you missed him. I don't know. I'm sure he would appreciate that.
0: Yeah. And also, uh, for the, for the Houston area listeners, make sure to meet us out at the Pasadena Convention Center, House of Hardcore, Icons of Wrestling, Comic Book Collector Fest. going to be one hell of a time. So, hope to see you all out there. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Aaron,
1: And I'm Doug.
0: And we will catch you all next week.